Hey, 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 I'm Nick, and I'm Ange, welcome back to the Not So Superman podcast, how's it going? It's going good, and before we start today, we just have to say that we are recording this on Nick's birthday, so happy birthday to Nicky. Thank you, thank you. It's been a surgery. It's good. I feel really good. I've had the past 10 days off and I really took the whole 10 days off. Like I did not give him a break even when I felt better. <laughs> you know what? I've been cooking for months. I've been cleaning for months. So you got this. And he didn't really have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it was a wake up call for him. Mm-hmm. Um, we were sitting on the couch one night and I know I told you this, but I have to, and, uh, I just have to share this because we're sitting on the couch and he looks at me and he's like, I just have to say, and I'm like, and he gets quiet. So I'm like, you have to say what? And he's like, you're a bad motherfucker for cooking every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I feel like, I know, I feel that way too, because. He was in charge of dinner for 10 nights. Mm-hmm. He cooked four of those nights. So we ate out <laughs> more in the last 10 days than we have in the last three months. Like <laughs> we, had, we had all kinds of cooking out and the housework, mm. I would say, <laughs> if I had to give him a grade, right? Mm-hmm. I want to say I would give him like a C because he only cooked about 40% of the dinners and the only housework that he technically did was laundry. <laughs> right. And everything else just kind of got neglected until I said something. And then he had, you know, designnated each chore to a kid. Mm-hmm. It, it, That's it what was Chris me. I'll say, I need some help around here. And she'll be like, all right, well, Tell those boys to start doing. I want your help, and she and she always says, "What does it matter if I'm helping you or they're helping you? We're getting help." Well, because when they help me, I gotta mm-hmm. go behind them. I gotta make sure it's done. Probably rewipe or re <laughs> redo something. And oh, she will just nitpick them to death. Nikki, he gave the chore of the bathroom to my oldest son, and God <laughs> his heart. Okay, he used. Clorox bleach cleaner on my mirror. Mm-hmm. So the mirror was just full like, <laughs> white streaks. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. Are you serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That that that's exactly how it is here. Like I, I always say sometimes, like, I don't know if this is good or bad. I mean, my my boys know how to do stuff, but I still do most of it for them. Mm-hmm. Um, except Derek recently had to start learning how to do his own laundry, which this has been about five weeks since he's been doing his own laundry. I don't think it's actually been done fully from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> started doing it. And like Chris is trying to teach him responsibility, right? So this is her way of doing it. She will literally take his clothes out the washer and put them in a basket instead of just throwing them in the dryer. And I, I'm like, why do you do that? Like, why are you, that just seems mean. Like, why wouldn't you just throw them in the dryer if you're down there anyways? And she's like, uh, because one day he might be doing clothes at a laundromat. 
And they're not about to close, throw his clothes in the dryer. No, nope. they're gonna put him in a basket and steal his washer. Just like, and you're like, and I was like, what? and you're like, stop <laughs> it. He's gonna come over here. Yes, yes. I did but notice. Like, yeah. I yeah, I did notice one thing is that like when he complained about, oh my god, I don't feel like cooking. I would just be like, mm-hmm. I get that. Like I I understand mm-hmm. that you do so much throughout the day, and you cook. Mm-hmm you know breakfast and lunch and you're getting snacks and all that by the time dinner Mm -hmm. I've already cooked and cleaned in this kitchen so many times today I don't want to do it but yeah I know you I know you and I have talked about this but there's a double standard right like do you feel that man man don't I feel like I was understanding to him like you know he's not used to doing things every day or he's not Mm -hmm. used to cook every day and Mm-hmm. it's a new thing but if we were to be that way and say oh my gosh I just don't feel like cooking today you know what I mean that it, won't play. it would a uh, once in a while not cooking will fly with Chris but like uh Chris I, I don't want to say requires like like she's my boss because we know I wear the pants and that's really preach she requires like a certain level of clean house like th- there would be a point where uh she would be bitching i mean and i don't want to hear it so that's not the only reason i clean but i mean that does make me bust my ass a little harder the 20 minute ride home sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> the famous ride crazy. home <laughs> yeah <laughs> when you're running around the house getting everything done like oh i've been working so hard all yeah. day really yeah, we've been on tiktok yeah oh 100 <laughs> percent I, I actually read an article this week similar to this, and it was basically saying, like, um, the, like, the mom guilt is strong with moms, especially right now during quarantine. But, like, we can't complain about anything. You know, we say, like, oh, my God, my kids are getting on my nerves, or, oh, my God, I need a break, or, you know, I just need 20 minutes to myself or whatever. And, you know, any real mom would be like, girl, yes, I get mm-hmm. it. I, I feel you. I know. But you always have these Karens, right? These, 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 <laughs> these, these specific people that come on your timeline. And, you know, and I'm, I know sometimes it's the people that don't have kids yet or people who are older and their kids are grown. But they're always like, oh, my God, your kids are a blessing. Oh, my God, enjoy it. They're only going to be young for a while. Blah, 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 blah. And every single time I read a response like that, I literally want to tell my whole entire fertility story <laughs> right. because for those of you guys that don't know, um, I had Peyton via IUI, which is in uterine insemination. Okay. So we had to, we got donated sperm and that's how we had Peyton. So we went to the fertility clinic thinking our only issue was um, I, we didn't have sperm in our relationship. Like I need, we needed sperm. Okay. Well then I found out, I have PCOS and, you know, there's, there's, I didn't ovulate correctly and I had to take these medications and get these shots and three times it took three rounds of this to have him. Mm -hmm. So when somebody says to me, you know, oh, he's a blessing. I fucking know. Oh, I know he's a blessing. (laughs) He was very wounded. We did, we worked very hard. I went through two and a half years of literally crying every month because the doctor would be like, well, you're not quite ready yet. We're going to try this medicine or, you know, like taking 
pregnancy tests after inseminations and you think that you're pregnant just to start your period the next day. I know. Mm -hmm. I also have an eight-year-old and a Mm 17-year-old. So I also know that time goes fast and that the snuggles that my eight-year-old wants right now when he's 17, he will want very, very, very few. And I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But shit, they give me my nerves <laughs> and I love them. I would die for them. I would. I'm allowed to say, oh, I, I'm allowed to say like, oh my God, they're going to have my fucking nerves today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. I, I mean, Jesus. They t- you live with anybody for 24 hours a day. Every single day, 365 days a year. <laughs> They are going to mm-hmm. get on your nerves. I know that 100%. our kids love us to death. They wouldn't. Yeah, for sure. But we get on their nerves, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's our job. Right. That is my job. So, <laughs> yes. Like, it is. I feel like it makes you a better mom when you get a little bit of time away from the kids. And even though oh, yeah. any time you get a break from the kids, you miss them. You miss them. Oh, 100%. You, 100%. You're like, oh, my God, it's so quiet around this house. Like. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. or even whenever it's just one of them. Like Andrew, when Derek goes to your house, like you know, I mean, he stays in. I call it his bat cave. It's his bedroom, but mm-hmm. he stays in his bat cave for like eighty percent of his time. And sometimes I get in my feelings, and I'm like, you don't come out here. Like I miss him. Blah blah blah. And Chris will remind me, like, hey, when you were sixteen, seventeen, did you want to hang out with your parents all the damn time? Right. Well, no, not exactly. You know what I mean? Like I, I understand that, but like. I am, I I literally get infuriated to read those kind of comments. And I know they come from places of good, like my own dad will say it to me, you know, when I'm stressing about sports, you know, the kids play sports all year and not, you know, I haven't had a break and every day off is run, run, run and all of this stuff. And he'll go, you're going to miss it. And I know, I I know with every fiber of my being, I'm going to miss that one day. I do know that doesn't mean that getting off of work, I mean, I don't work right now, but that doesn't mean that getting off of work and going right into picking up the kids, cooking dinner so you can get everyone where they need to be, or you're not eating until nine o'clock at night isn't stressful sometimes. It is. It is. It's fucking stressful. I still would rather not do anything else than go watch my kids play ball of whatever they're, you know, they're playing at the time. That's literally all I want to do, but all the stuff that happens with mom mm-hmm. in the meat, you know, getting all of that ready so that they can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the one that realizes at 1130 at night, like, shit, I have to wash a fucking jersey. And I have to stay up now until one o'clock in the morning so that that is clean. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm the, I'm the one they call when they forget a water bottle or left their bat bag at home or, you know, they left their football jersey in their bedroom and they need me to run it up to school. Like, it is, it is stressful sometimes. That doesn't mean I don't want it. That doesn't mean I don't appreciate it. That doesn't mean I don't know my kids are a freaking blessing. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. We oh. know they're a blessing. We love them. Like, unconditionally, mm-hmm. they couldn't do anything to make us not love them. But it doesn't mean that you don't get sick of cleaning up after them. Or... Girl, yeah. Because how can you be like, um... I love you and I would die for you, but I don't really want to cook dinner today. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? If I had to pick up one more freaking water bottle because your ass can't make it to the trash can, I'm going to lose my mind. Mm. Yes. Yes. And the mom guilt. Yes. Yeah. The mom guilt is strong. And I think people just mm-hmm. assume that mom should be able to do it. 
like you're you're a mom like mm-hmm. you should just be able right. to handle it it is overwhelming at times but we know at the end of the day we're gonna miss them when they're gone and we're not right. looking forward to them leaving even on those days that they drive right. us crazy we're not like oh i can't wait till they move out right. it is the no. opposite no i say it all the time i'll be like telling their oh, countdown to 18 because you know you're 17 now i am totally kidding I mean, I don't want these guys in my basement until they're 40, but I wouldn't mind if they live next door to me for the rest of their lives. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm not in a hurry I at really, all. Really... It breaks my heart mm-hmm. to think about it. Like, I'm so sad that he's a senior next level, well, technically now mm-hmm. a senior. Yeah. But yep. it's so scary. Like, I don't want to, I'm not ready to let him go. You know? <laughs> I, don't... Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and scary it is, right? So I am that mom that thinks, okay, <laughs> I don't even know if you know this. But I think literally every person just wants to kidnap my kids. So <laughs> I am a little bit of a hover mom, especially with the little one, because he's a little bit um, unsafe all the mm-hmm. time. So mm-hmm. I, I, I always think that I don't leave him at practice yet. You know, he's a, I didn't leave Derek at eight at practice no. either. But like, I don't leave him at practice. So, I, you know, I have to sometimes drop Derek off at practice and go sit at Peyton's practice, pick Derek up from practice and go back to Peyton's practice. And I will leave him with a baseball mom or something. But I bet you someone's in charge of him. So when I get back, if my kid's missing, I'm fucking someone up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I just always have had that. So, like, I get it. Like, I, I promise the, I know my kids are a blessing. I love them wholeheartedly. But they're fucking assholes sometimes. Mm-hmm. They are. And it's hard. Parent momming is hard. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're doing right. You know, it, it, it's different. My mom told me when, I, when, when Derek was really little, like, the bigger they are, the bigger their problems get, mm-hmm. which is holy shit true, mm-hmm. okay? Because I would rather deal with these eight-year-old problems all day than 17-year-old girls yes. and stuff. Oh, my God. And, but... And I have it's it, just, I have it, I think it's different for us too, because we have an, such an age gap in between the boys, mm-hmm. but I have it mm-hmm. too, to where I have now a senior and then now a junior and it's a boy and a girl yep. and the problems mm-hmm. for teenage girls that come up and the mm-hmm. problems for teenage boys that come up and you want to protect them and you want to shelter them and mm-hmm. it's hard and mm-hmm. you do feel guilty sometimes because when you do have multiple kids there and they both have a game at the same time and they're in two different cities mm-hmm. someone is going without mm-hmm. mom at their game you know like that's just the way mm-hmm. that it is and mm-hmm. you always feel guilty about that always mm-hmm. you know what's funny about that for me so I only have you have two kids you know, in each age group, Mm -hmm. I only have one. So for Derek, he didn't miss, I didn't miss anything. One time I tried to do a color run. That's the only thing I missed. Mm -hmm. It was like a half a baseball game. Excuse me. But um, with Peyton, I had two kids in sports then, you know, so like he was the second one. So there were things I missed for him that Chris went went to while I was at Derek's or vice versa. So Derek didn't really experience that very much. There was one kid, um, but Peyton definitely has. And, and I honestly think the best thing I could have given to Derek was, was Peyton because he had to learn that like the world doesn't revolve around you and that's Mm -hmm. okay. I have more than one kid. You know what I mean? I, I can't be at your beck and call every hour of every day. You have to be a little bit independent. You have to be okay if I'm not there. 
it's it's tough. It's it is tough. Oh yeah. yeah. It's definitely tough. You're always gonna have guilt about that. You're always mm-hmm. gonna feel bad that they feel like, you know, you're not there or that they you chose mm-hmm. the other kid over mm-hmm. them or something like that. But it does it. I couldn't just be a parent of one child. I don't Mm -hmm. think, I think, (laughs) I think it would take a lot of entertainment from us, Mm -hmm. you know, as parents. I tell these kids all the time, especially when I ground them, Chris, we want to ground them from everything. Take all of it away. Right. Like, you're grounded from your phone or tablet. You're grounded from going outside. I'd be like, you better unground these motherfuckers from something because they're about to drive me nuts. You are not here all day. Right, they get all in your face. Yeah, and I, right. I literally will tell them, like, I am not your jester. I, I, it's not my job to entertain you because you fucked up. You better go find something to do. This is not me. I usually like it at first, though, because they, they will come out of their room mm-hmm. and you can get them to, like, play a board game with mm-hmm. you or a card game or something like mm-hmm. that. But after a little bit, when you got to get stuff done around the house mm-hmm. and they're like, so this and this and this and this and this and this, <laughs> it's like, OK, I'm going to need to get you a phone yep. or something for you to go entertain so I can get my housework done. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> yeah, Satan likes it when Derek's grounded because that's when Derek comes out and, like, Derek will jump on the trampoline with him or you know, go play out in the backyard or, you know, whatever. So he, he does tend to like when Derek's surrounded a little bit, but I don't like when either one of them are grounded. They're in my face. Back up. Right. Go find something to do. What has uh, been going on over there? Oh, oh, let me tell you guys about over here. I got a pool. Yeah. I got a pool. Woo. And it's filled with water. All right. <laughs> it took 47 <laughs> hours to fill up, but so my water bill is probably going to be astronomical and i just found out today that our city so normally you can call the city and say hey i just filled up a pool that's x amount of gallons so they don't charge you sewage for the cost of the water that you just put in the pool they only charge you for the water and oh, nice. uh our city doesn't do that so oh so this is really about to be fun oh mm-hmm. that's gonna mm-hmm. <laughs> that's gonna hurt a little bit but you have a pool I do. I do. and it's uh it is. It is. finally yeah. let me finally. tell you about this so you know those fucking pool guys right these these guys out here like two and a half days they, they ain't do shit okay we get out here chris got out here i gotta give mad props to her for real because i was i was in that she went to work uh what was it saturday friday maybe uh, one of her days off, mm-hmm. she had to she had to call off late, and she ended up going into work for a little while um, for one of her employees. But uh, so she goes into work for a couple hours, and she comes home from work and just starts working in the pool. I get up for the day, you know. She goes to work at five o'clock in the morning. I get up for the day, and she is already home, has almost all the sand spread where it needs to go. So literally Friday, we were able to uh-huh. put the pool up. Like, we, we were going to do all the groundwork on Friday and then put the pool up on Saturday. Well, Friday, mm-hmm. her brother, my brother-in-law ended up coming over here, my sister-in-law, and they, and they have, uh, they had two of their kids, so kids played, and it was, like, me, Chris, Derek, and then my brother and sister-in-law, it was five adults, basically, putting up this pool, and it took no time, no time. I mean, it literally, the the water took a long time but we had one hose going in it i mean it's just what it is it's gonna take a while you know but it looks and great. you got a pinteresty you got a pinteresty idea that i want to steal from you what one? That, your little like pool noodle holder oh yeah the little yeah i like that i'm not even i done like with that. that i uh i'm not even done i i painted a palette for those of you that don't know what she's talking about so 
I, I had this old palette and I painted it yellow and teal. And then um, the picture I shared yesterday on Facebook and I didn't have this part done. So I put um, with my Cricut, I cut out the word towels. I cut out the word trunks and now that's on there too. And so I'm going to hang some little hooks for towels and trunks. And then that other section for the pool noodles and the skimmer and all that shit over there. So yeah, that, that was a totally a Pinterest deal and uh, it wasn't a fail, thankfully. Um, <laughs> but, but it worked. Sometimes Pinterest makes me a super mom once in a while. Look at this. <laughs> right. I've tried Pinterest twice and I failed both times. <laughs> and it was with a cake both times. You do good cakes. She, she does special cakes I, for her kids' birthdays every single, all four of them, every single time. And three of her kids' birthdays are like within eight weeks of each other. Oh my gosh. So you are not lying cake. about that. <laughs> No, you did. And two of them are four days apart. Mm -hmm. No, I can I can pull together a cake, but I definitely like I tried to make a Daniel Tiger cake Uh (laughs) before, (laughs) and I wish I would have saved a picture of it. I know I have it somewhere, but it looked like an orange cat. (laughs) (laughs) Ended up looking like. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it happens. It happens to both of us. But I've had I've had successes too. Like I made some pinatas and stuff like that. So that's awesome. It comes. It works for us. Oh, and oh, let me tell you about this too. So, so I have a TikTok. Everyone knows that. I love me some TikTok. Um, I'm on TikTok now. I'm on TikTok now. now. So, for those of you from the Metro Detroit area where Angie and I are from, um. There's a morning show called Mojo in the Morning um, that we are my both favorite radio show. And <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. I miss um, I miss Ashley and Chad and Joey, but um, it's an awesome yes. show. It's a it's a it's a really great morning show. It came out I think 2000, right? So like the year yeah. I graduated high school is whenever it got it started, and it's still going right now with the with with a lot of the same people. Um, we love it. So there's a guy on there. They merge like three different cities, uh, Toledo, Grand Rapids, and then Detroit. Well, one of the, the main guy for Grand Rapids, his name is Mike. He comes down to Detroit sometimes too, but um, he did a, he did a podcast or a, a podcast. Lord help me. He did a TikTok <laughs> showing like his hand and where he's from on his hand. Cause in Michigan, that's how we show people where we're from. So, For sure. You know, he's from Grand Rapids, so it was like upper west side of the state. And then I did it, you know, and we're kind of like by like near the thumb bottom of the thumb area, whatever. So I did the same thing and I and I duetted him on TikTok, right? And he responded uh-huh. to me. He was Girl, just, stop. He said, Hey, thanks for listening. I felt like a celebrity. <laughs> like Did I ever me. tell you? <laughs> did I ever tell you that I met Joey? Mm-hmm. I love Yeah, Joey. so yeah, my husband and I, we went to uh, the Grand Prix on Belle Isle, mm-hmm. and he was, like, filming a commercial or something in one of the food trucks, and when he walked out, I was, I was like, taking a picture, and mm-hmm. right when I took the picture, he looked directly at me, so I got busted, right? <laughs> so, in true Joey fashion, he walks right over, hi, you want to take a picture together? You know, and I took a picture with him, and I'm fangirling, but I'm trying to act like I'm not fangirling, because I'm with my husband, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to act cool, whatever. Right. So, I, like, take a picture, but I'm 
like texting my daughter, like, oh my God, I just took a picture with Joey. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Girl, I fangirled over Mike for coming. I'm like, you gay as shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, he talked to me. And there's another guy I follow. Um, he's all over Facebook. His name is Josh Prey. He's a, he's a comedian and he's, you know, I mean, he's not like giant, but he's big. I mean, he, he has a lot of Facebook followers and, and he's funny. He does like five things about all the different things. Like he, he'll be like five reasons why you need white friends. And then he tells you all the stuff or whatever. It's <laughs> hilarious. Okay. So same thing. I did like a duet with him and he commented I, and then he followed me. He followed me. Josh Prey followed oh. me. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> So and are you going to do like an autograph job. signing soon? Cause you're like so famous now. No. <laughs> Can I get on Ellen, please? And when we go, I'm on still Ellen. just trying to get a fab fit fun box, please. <laughs> I just want to know. I just want um, Ellen's people to know that when we go on there, if you could just bring Dr. Phil and Steve Harvey also, cause I'm also obsessed with those people. That would be great. <laughs> oh man. Again, so I just need a fab fit fun box. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie. You take a you take a trip to California. <laughs> oh, stop it. I would be on mm-hmm. Ellen in a heartbeat. Are you kidding oh me? I love her. I love her. So are you going today to get your eyebrows done? Girl, yes. Because you quarantine is over. It's over. It's almost like official, officially over, right? The only thing that's not open is campgrounds, and that opens on the next Monday, the 22nd. Yeah. I mean, so, everything's not open at 100%. Like, everything right. is half capacity. I think the casino said they're going to be at 15% capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're open. Like, we can go that's do crazy. things now. You can go sit in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. The kids can go do things. Uh-huh. They can see we each other. I know my vacation. son's coming. Oh, vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have Andy to start planning. a family trip every year. Uh, she does like, you know, beach houses and stuff like that. She gets boats and all that. And I do, we do a camping trip and then typically something a little bit bigger with just our kids. Um, mm-hmm. But we yeah, because my kid usually anything. tags along on your family camping trip. Oh, yeah. He's with us every year. He's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> he's my adapted son. <laughs> um, we do um, a different lake every summer and mm-hmm. we get a house and it usually we try to get a boat with it. But there's there's a lot of trouble right now, even trying to find places that will rent because mm-hmm. or it's booked, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit, so that, that all that. falls on us to mm. find it right like do you mm-hmm. plan your because I plan it all 100% I usually just get a budget and then I plan everything is that I how plan, you guys do it yes I plan 100% of everything I do the bills so I don't I set my own budget so that's mm. a little bit uh I got a little bit of wiggle room when that's concerned but <laughs> yes, I plan everything and, and and I tell Chris all the time camping is is not a vacation okay it's not a vacation for me because oh, no. camping you are either preparing food, cleaning up food, or eating food. Like that, and that's I all have, you do. I usually get a house too, and I usually mm-hmm. do the laundry. So I do all the laundry before we come back so that when we mm-hmm. unpack, I'm not unpacking a crap load of dirty clothes. Mm-hmm. I did that when but, we went to Florida. That was amazing. 
Yeah, we've tried other things. Like we went to amusement parks and stuff like that. But any vacation Mm -hmm. you take as a mom, it does not matter if you have a spouse or not. Any vacation you take as a mom is not a vacation for you. It's you're you're in a prettier location usually. You know, you're you're in a (laughs) somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. You're packing, you're making the list because I will have my older kids pack for themselves now, but I always give them a list of things because I know we'll get there Mm -hmm. and somebody will forget something. So Mm -hmm. I make lists for everybody and then I have to make lists for the four of us and I have to pack all Mm -hmm. that up and you're making all the arrangements, the reservations, the Mm -hmm. grocery shopping for it because you're not going with no food because even if you're not cooking dinner, you're still making breakfast. Like I cook breakfast Mm -hmm. almost every morning especially on vacation i was just gonna say you do that when you're not yeah i'm a lunch dinner cooker which i wish i was more of a breakfast dinner because then you'd have a little break but breakfast Mm -hmm. in my hands is pretty lame unless it's like i'm making a big one it's like cereal that you know that's the time of day where they have pets like i haven't even had coffee yet i can't be in here cooking you are a better woman than me I no, I'm not. I I <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Uh, I usually just wake up before the kids, so I already have like a cup or two of coffee in me. I mean, but school time, I'm not cooking breakfast before we go to school. That ain't happening. <laughs> you better grab something on the way out the door if you're hungry. Right. The elementary, no, yeah. the elementary kids, they get breakfast still every morning in class. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't feel too guilty for that. But the other ones, I'd be like, you better <laughs> grab a Nutri-Grain bar, grab a Pop-Tart, grab a granola bar, grab something. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not cooking before oh, school. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't really even, you know, I try to cook like one day a week. <laughs> Excuse me. I took a drink of my coffee for those who can't see me. Uh-huh, sure. And it went down the wrong plate. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, and that's a cop. And, uh, but here it comes. Sorry. We need to flag this, take it out or not. I don't know. But uh, no. sorry about the coffee, y'all. I don't have the corona, I promise. Uh-huh, Are, you sure? have, uh, Are you sure? Are you sure? I have smoker's cough and I can't drink coffee and talk at the same time. That's what I have. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us off. But yeah, vacations are fun. I like vacations personally, but um, it is definitely not as well, much I have of a to vacation ask you, for moms than I have else. to ask you a question, though, because you went on a vacation that I think was a little different. And I don't want to put too much of your business out there, but a little bit different than you normally do where you guys got to go on a cruise. Was that yes. as bad as a normal vacation? Like, cause you didn't no. have to cook, right? Girl, I didn't have to cook. I didn't have to pay for entertainment. That was literally the cheapest, best vacation we have ever taken. Except for the fact that Chris had really bad um, seasickness and the, the wrist things didn't work. The pills didn't work. I mean, she barely ate the entire time we were gone. <clears throat> but for my kids, I mean, that's what vacations are. So we take, you know, we do our camping trip and then we try to take a trip trip, like usually to an ocean. So we, you know, we've been to Myrtle Beach. We've been to Cocoa Beach. We've been to Florida. We've been, we've been all over the place. So when we went on this cruise, you know, we got the beaches because we were in the Bahamas, you know? So, so we got to see Princess Kays and we got to see Nassau and, and it was gorgeous and these blue waters or whatever. That was the most relaxing vacation for me ever because somebody else was cooking 24 hours a day. 
Yeah, see, somebody that's... else is cleaning my room every yeah. day. You know what I mean? Right. That's nice. But when I go on vacation, I like move in. Like, you know, we're going to be there five to seven days. So like I unload everyone's clothes into the drawers. I'm that person that uses the drawers in the hotel room. Oh, no. I don't want to be no. digging out of suitcases. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Nope. I will give them a bag, <laughs> like a little bag to put their dirty clothes in. And then I'll just mm-hmm. take that and do the laundry. And then the, and as it's clean, I just fold it and put it back in there. I am not packing and unpacking and packing. Oh, no. I can't, I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> well, when I pack, I pack their clothes like I roll them up. So I put socks, underwear, t-shirt, shorts, roll it up. So, you know, so when I'm taking it out, it's, I'm literally taking rolls out and putting it. Boop, 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 boop. It's really not that bad. But like in a cruise ship, you almost have to because the room is so small. You can't have your luggage out everywhere. You okay, almost so have to do that. It was good for you in the sense that it was actually kind of like a vacation for you. What was the worst part about yeah. it? I mean, probably Chris is being sick. And I also think everyone's going to steal my kids. So I did, like <laughs> Peyton didn't go to the like play area where you can go so that Chris and I could do like a comedy show that was like over 18. I tried to sneak Derek into one one time, but they were like, <laughs> we're going to come by and check your cards. I'm like, that's our cue. We got to go. Didn't, <laughs> like, you, didn't you um, win a contest I for a did. drink? That, that I did. <laughs> so so yeah. they had this mixology competition on the deck of the cruise ship. At first, in order to win this competition. But anyway, so Derek wants to enter the competition. He hears about, we, let's, you got to create a, a mixed drink. If you win the competition, you get free mixed drinks for the rest of your cruise and of that drink. And then you also get um, your name in their little bulletin that they post out every day. Right. So. Right. <clears throat> they won't let Derek be part of the competition because you have to be 21 or older. Right. So he's like, all right. So I, I get the paper and we still created a drink, okay? So mm-hmm. we created a drink. It was called the Brojo. It was like uh, rum <laughs> and blue strock and uh, pineapple. It was good, okay? Okay, well, this is what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. They call us up on stage. There's four of us, okay, that, that, that won to get to the stage part. So I'm one of the four, okay? They call us up on stage. And they're like, all right, this dude's going first, big guy, okay? He's going first. And they're, they give him the shaker cup. And basically, they play some, like, apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. And you got to dance in front of the whole cruise ship. Did you dance? Dude, they go one at a time. Yes, I did, did you? Girl. So this big guy gets up there, and he's just shaking it. I mean, he was twerking. He was, there was three judges that they called up there. One was, like, an older lady. One was, like, a... Super, super good looking dude. And then they just had like a, like a mom. Okay. So this guy mm-hmm. is like shaking his ass. I was the last person to go. So then the two girls go in front of me and one of them's like this little Southern belle from Georgia. And she barely is like, she's like two stepping out there, nothing. Right. So they like golf clap her ass off the stage. The next girl, they do the same thing too. And then here comes me. Oh, Biggie Smalls over here. Went about to twerk and shake his shit. 
So is Nikki. So I get up on that stage and they played, oh my God, I was like getting down with the get down. I've squatted in a way that I almost didn't think I could get back up. Thank God I did. But I shook my ass and I won. I won the damn competition. I could not believe it. Derek was so excited. Peyton was so excited. It was so much fun. It really was. I'm glad I did it. I was so mortified embarrassed but i was like fuck it i mean i ain't gonna see these people again right <laughs> like i'm just gonna do it and that's something that the boys mm-hmm. will remember forever still talk about it that's like his highlight of they, the trip is me winning that competition <laughs> and then i have free drinks and it's funny that he helped you mm-hmm. he helped you make the drink and he I doesn't know, drink know. you know <laughs> but you know and I you know, guys won <laughs> it was great it was really really fun but uh yeah the worst part like i said was probably chris and, um, yeah, that's, that's it. It was just crispy and sick. Peyton didn't do well with it sometimes too. And, and at first we were like, I don't know if he can have this whole pill or not. And so we were given half of it. It was only taking the edge off. It wasn't, you know, anyways, we, uh, it, yeah, that, that was fine. Uh, NASA also was a bad, bad experience because when you get off of the boat in NASA, these people are in insane trying to get money from you like they were this lady was literally putting bracelets on my kids and she's like oh it's just donation for the hurricane blah 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 blah." like and I was like okay okay well uh like stop touching my kids and I'll give you donation but like I'm like give her some money so she'll stop you know because I do do I do all the planning (laughs) for vacations right but once we leave the house that whether it's going to the airport or going in the car to drive. I give Chris all the tickets. I give Chris all of the everything. Like, you have the money. I don't want to be in charge of mm-hmm. shit while we're gone. Besides these kids. I got mm-hmm. that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I do let her. I like yep. her to take control there. I do. Like, you. That's the same. Mm-hmm. We do the same thing, really. I do all the planning. But after that, like, mm-hmm. once we pull up to the house mm-hmm. that I found, it's it's basically like okay then we're just kind of winging it here i'm not planning mm-hmm. it step by step i'll have things that are in the area that we mm-hmm. can go do and things that could keep us busy on like a rainy day mm-hmm. or something like that but besides that i just it's yeah, full it rain and a lot of times i i like it because he'll he'll go out and you know we'll go fishing and go out to eat and go tubing yeah. on the boat or oh, something like that you yeah, know i like that part of it like just take it over when she starts asking me questions. I'm like, I don't know. I booked the place. I don't know. The only thing is, is if there's that uh, right. issue, it's like, oh, will you call them people? Like, you, she stopped yeah. taking control. Of them. But Chris doesn't really make phone calls. I mean, I do. She don't even make her own damn doctor's appointments. I do that too. I do the same yeah. thing. Like, I do all the phone calls, even for questions mm-hmm. for the doctor. If he has a question mm-hmm. or something, I'm the one that calls mm-hmm. to ask the question. I don't even like to send Chris. Um, the doctor's appointments by herself. I don't like to send Chris anywhere by herself where, where I want details when it's over. Cause look, <laughs> she's a girl, right? But that's kind of the point of being gay. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, <laughs> but the, people ask me that all the time, like, who's the guy and who's the girl? I'm like, uh, we're both girls. That's kind of the point. Um, but anyway, Chris, it, Chris does do more of the blue jobs. So I will give you that. I do the pink jobs. Chris does the blue jobs, but she, she's she's great most of the time she doesn't do any of the 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 um detailed stuff though right so 
if I, she came home one time, she's like, oh, such and such is getting divorced. And I was like, oh, why? And he's like, I don't know. He didn't tell me. You didn't ask him why? And she's right. like, that drives no. me crazy. If he wanted to tell me, he would have told me. Um, no, you have to ask listen, questions. The same couple. You I have to, to ask questions. By the time I came back home, I knew all the deets. I know. I got all the tea. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not telling you because you couldn't get it. Right. <laughs> but it was the same. Or, or the thing with my husband is sometimes I'll ask him details and he'll be like, Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. And then I'll find out details and he'll be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. They yes. did mention that. And it's like, Oh really? Yes. Oh, yes. now you remember? Well, Chris is the okay. same thing as a doctor. So mm-hmm. like I'll send her to the doctor with an issue about whatever, you know? And then she'll come home. I'll be like, well, what'd they say? Well, they said I got to take these vitamins. Okay. But what about what you went there for? Oh, uh, she didn't really mention much about that. She was just, and do some blood work or something. One time she came home from there, she was like, they want me to have a chest x-ray. I said, for what? Well, because they want to look at my lungs. No shit, Sherlock. Why? Like, what's, what, what's making who want to look at your lungs? Like, that's kind of an important organ that we need to be concerned about here, you know? And she was like, I right. know, babe, I didn't ask. Like, she just gave me this thing, and it, and it says that, you know, sure shit. It said chest x-ray, blah, 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 views, you know, whatever. And come to find out, the doctor heard a little bit of rattling after a case of bronchitis that she had, and they were just checking to make sure, you know, it wasn't pneumonia or anything like that. She just wasn't getting better fast enough. And uh, I, I am the opposite of that. I feel like, I feel like I could send my husband to the doctors, which I don't, I always right. go with him, but he will ask questions that I won't even think about mm-hmm. asking. And if it's, if it's for my kids, I'll, I'll have a hundred questions mm-hmm. for her any situation that's going on. If it's for my husband, I have a hundred questions, but when it comes to me, like even with this Mm -hmm. lump that I just had to get removed, it's really was like, I didn't really ask questions. Everyone was like, well, how long is recovery? I don't know. How long is is surgery? I don't know. They just told me. I just, they were like, Oh, that needs to come out. Okay. Oh, it's going to be on this day. Okay. Like, you know, until they were okay. like, oh, you got to have a COVID test. And you're like, whoa, I got questions. I got questions. <laughs> that honestly was the only time I've ever called the doctors <laughs> to ask them a question for myself because I was freaking out because I'm scared of stuff going up my nose and I wanted to get mm-hmm. the blood test instead. And they wouldn't let me. Yeah, that's, that's but fun. yeah. And generally, I will not call for myself. I, I don't even like, I won't, I don't even like going to the eye doctor for myself. Okay. I now order, this is probably, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I should say this, but, uh, you don't need a prescription to order your contacts if you order them from the right. UK. So as long as you have your prescription, you can go on their website. You can order the exact same contacts that they give you in, in your mm-hmm. prescription. And then you get them in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. I haven't been to the eye doctors in probably like three years. You just keep ordering them. <laughs> I just keep ordering. I'm like, eh, well, I mean, it saves me, saves me time. I don't have to make an mm-hmm. appointment. I don't have to go mm-hmm. in there. And it's cheaper mm-hmm. because for whatever reason, our eye doctors, like for a three or six month supply, I pay like 50 bucks. You are not getting a six month supply for 50 mm-hmm. or 60 bucks mm-hmm. here. <laughs> 
No way. But I'm the same uh-uh. way a little bit when it comes to the doctor for myself. I mean, I still ask questions because I'm a question asker. If you know me, I'm a talker. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I I have a lot of questions, but I do forget sometimes, like, the, I'll, I'll get home and be like, damn, I should have asked that. Now, you know, both of my parents have had cancer multiple times. And, you know, with my dad's last bout, I was literally at every single appointment. So, yeah, I got a whole lot of questions. And sometimes I look at my mom like, why are you at this? And she's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm like, mom, well, we got to find out, like, what is going on here? So She's like, because you done asked all the questions, mm-hmm, Nikki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. I know. But my, my dad gets frustrated with me sometimes because he thinks that I think the worst of everything, right? So, which, I mean, I don't think the worst of everything. I just think of the possibilities and, like, let's talk about that. Like, make sure that this isn't going to be an issue. You hope for the best, but you prepare yeah, for the I worst. I mean, a little bit. Like, I want to know, like, you know, my dad just kind of, my dad is like, he had cancer when he was, like, uh, 30. Okay. So he had four kids. I was like 10, you know? Um, so when he was young like that, I guess he says it changed him. Like it just changed who he was. Like he's just that he wakes up in a good mood. Like he's one of those fucking annoying people like that. That fucking dumb thing. Or questions at me or whatever. But he says all the time, like, Look, there was a period of time I didn't know if I was going to wake up, if I didn't know if I was going to be alive the next day. So I just appreciate life. And then, you know, and he's had a stroke since then. And then he had another round of about of cancer or whatever. And he always has this optimistic attitude. And I, I literally envy it. I want to be like that. My mom is the opposite. My mom always thinks that she's going to die no matter what it is, no matter what the pregnancy is. They could be like, listen we can take care of this. You are going to be okay. And she'd be like, I'm going to die. You know, like she's the opposite. You have a sinus infection. Yes. She's like, I'm not going to be able yes. to breathe. It's over. Yes. Yes. Done. But my, I, so, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nikki's mom. I love you. <laughs> right. uh, so I, um, I try to be more like my dad, but I got that, that little anxiety part of my mom in me too. So like, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I don't always just think everything's going to be okay. I got questions. Like, I'm also not a ride or die friend. Bitch, where are we going? I got questions. Why we got to die? We're, are we going to eat on the way? I mean, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can I smoke a cigarette <laughs> first, please? Yeah, I, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I my mom is a big worrier Mm -hmm. she worries about everything Mm -hmm. and I I believe in only speaking like the positive into the universe and I believe in God I'm not believing you know saying anything other than that but I'm just saying I don't believe I think if you speak the negative like oh I have cancer or oh I have you know Mm -hmm. COVID or whatever the heck it is Mm -hmm. you're just putting that out there to come back around and I just don't like to do that. So when it's something, even my mom's also had cancer a few times and she's incredible. Like she is a worry wart to the mm-hmm. max. So she, it, she, she would talk to me and she would be worried about it. And I'm always like, no, like you have to stop putting that out mm-hmm. there. Like I just try to keep it positive. Like, nope, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. You're going to get through it. And I think she gets aggravated with me sometimes because I just don't like to hear. I don't like to hear mm-hmm. it. A lot. And I know, I know I have to face reality, but I just, I just like to keep it positive. Yeah. For yeah? Sure. I have it in the back of my head. 
that there it is a serious situation and this is life-threatening mm-hmm. complications but at the end of the day like let's just keep it positive okay. you know like it's gonna it's gonna be okay yep. it's gonna be all yep. right I get that and and I try to have that attitude too when it comes to my mom and dad, it gets a little bit harder, I feel like, these days because they're they're not getting younger. And, you know, my dad did have cancer and then a stroke and then cancer again. And sometimes it's like, God, like, okay, God, like, uh, he done had enough and you got to give him a break. And same with my mom. My mom's had cancer three different times. Like, only one of them required, uh, like, major treatment for, but one of them, both of the other two required surgery. So, like, you know, she's been through the ringer too. So I understand being nervous that it's going to come back and happen to go through whatever again, but I, but I'm with you. Like, can we just, let's just think about the positive and we'll, we'll worry about the negative. My papa used to say, uh, rest his soul. I love that man. But he used to say, I don't worry about anything unless until they tell me I need to. And like, I mean, I, yeah, I get that. But like, <laughs> I tell Chris all the time, you know why you don't worry about shit? Because I figure it the fuck out. That's why. You ain't even got to figure nothing out. That's why you don't have to worry. Chris is the queen of, it's going to be all right, babe. It, all, it always works out. It don't always so work out. Husband. I work it out. I work it out. What do you mean? Like my mm-hmm. stressing, my phone calls, my whatever. It don't just work out. <laughs> I mean, I do appreciate that. It takes, <laughs> it takes a lot to get me to where I feel like I can't handle the stress, mm-hmm. but that's when uh, like my husband steps in because he's like that when it's something that i'm like oh my mm-hmm. gosh like what are we gonna do about this mm-hmm. he's like eh, we'll figure it out right. it's all right. right we'll get get past it <laughs> that's when you're like oh i love you you know because like, sure. sometimes you do need to get brought back down and that's when it's good to have them around mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and i have to tell on myself a little bit here because that is true where you're like sometimes you're like oh i just needed that like i just needed you to be like it's okay but like I sometimes get so stressed out where there's literally nothing anyone or anyone can say to me that makes it feel okay. Like I really don't want a solution. I'm just kind of in bitch mode right now. So. Yeah. Do you get like, do you close off when you get super stressed or do you get super verbal and like grouchy? I get, I get like closed off for a while until I'm ready to talk about it or I'll just keep bottling it up and then it'll explode out. You know? Yeah. So I, I, I tend to shut down a little bit um, when I'm super, super stressed about anything because I just, the people and explain and um what'll happen is like I'll I'll talk to one like you and I talk every day so like you know I'll talk to a friend and that's the Mm -hmm. friend that I talk to the whole time because I have a couple really close friends but if I haven't talked to you from the beginning like if this is just on a spurt we ain't talked in a couple weeks then it's hard sometimes to go back to the beginning you know what I'm saying and then Try mm-hmm. to explain everything in as much detail as you need to know to understand where I'm at right now. So I struggle with that a little bit. Uh, I do tend to shut down. I have, I, I, I struggle a little bit with anxiety. Um, 
we can talk about that on a later podcast because that's going to be a whole another. That's going to be a whole another Jerry Springer episode. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> But yeah, uh, <laughs> I shut down. I do I shut feel, down yeah. for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to where I have to internalize things mm-hmm. before I'm ready to mm-hmm. let it out. I guess you process it, you know. And I think, yeah, and I think my husband is the opposite. He's a communicator. If something's bothering him, he wants to get it off his chest right then and there. And sometimes it's like, okay. I just have to listen because right. I'm not ready to talk about well, that right I now. You know what I mean? My relationship, <laughs> but that's how I am. Like with Chris, I'm like, I'm, I'm just like your husband. Like I, I don't want to sit on this forever. I want to just talk about it. And, and Chris is more like you where it's. Mm-hmm. Um, we might have to flag right here, Nikki. Oh. I can't hear you. You know now. what I'm saying? So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you I know, couldn't hear you there for a so second. I'm blowing up while I'm trying to do my podcast. So sorry about that. <laughs> oh, I'm like thinking, no, I'm thinking oh. it was like, I'm like, Nikki, I can't <laughs> hear you. Podcast, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Um, but yeah, so I, when it comes to my relationship, yes. I don't shut down when, when it comes to anyone else uh i i do tend to shut down sorry if you can hear my dogs also they'd like to make their podcast debut um, <laughs> um hey hey but yeah so i think that's about it for today folks um we're gonna wrap this up with um our yeah. regular you might not be a super mom and you might not be a super mom if you also occasionally kick the ice cube under the fridge because you don't want to bend over and pick it up. <laughs> uh, guilty, guilty. Please, yes, please remember to like us on Facebook and Instagram at the Not So Super Moms and subscribe, follow, and rate us wherever you can. Thanks for coming back, guys. We'll see you. Bye.